Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kids Shit. It's me, TJ. See, that was a better Mario that time because I was prepared in my mental yeah, mind good. space. That was good. And then, of course, we have the dude, Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing today? Man, it's blowing in the wind, fucking around with Disney villains, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. I'm so mad. Like every week, you just lean into the rhyme a little bit differently. Yeah, I got a, I got a question for you real quick. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So... If you could choose between having mm. a tattoo on your neck oh God. that you have complete control over the image or a tattoo on your back that you have zero control over what the image is, which tattoo are you get? It all depends on who I'm giving control of the image to on the back. Someone you don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Like ain't a friend, ain't a buddy or nothing like that. No it's like like imagine right. uh, yeah imagine in some in some you know fucked up kind of reality like someone has said hey man you you have to get one of these tattoos or some bad shit's gonna happen oh yeah I'd Which do the tattoo on the neck that I could control because I'd I'd have them make it look like a birthmark oh look at you thinking outside the box uh, I busted that box open full ah, yeah no, you <laughs> did you did. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I would do. That, okay. Like, but if it was like you, or you know, any of my other friends that I mm-hmm. trusted implicitly, y'all mm-hmm. wouldn't do me dirty. I mean, huh. you might do me dirty just to be like, "Haha, got the bitch." <laughs> but <laughs> no, I would just have a big old portrait of me on your back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then I like, walk by to be like, people just kick me in my spine. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right cool but, man i've always want, i've always wondered that about you and now I what know. About, you've always wondered that yeah man I, I think it's a good question i think it's a good question to tell like you know what i mean like where someone's priorities lie and shit like that yeah it should be in like you know making sure that your back isn't it, i mean that's prime tattoo real estate oh for sure for sure but i mean this question it's like i mean where, where was i when they were making up the questions for job interviews and shit like that you know what i mean like let me design some of these questionnaires that's the kind of stuff i want to know about somebody <laughs> you know Did what i mean you, do they play well with others or are yeah, they controlled? like hey you want to do data processing here motherfucker well hey answer this tattoo question for me real quick no yeah. i don't i don't believe in tattoos my body's a temple yeah <laughs> it's I'm not crazy, mocking these people. No, it, well, it's crazy because I mean, we, you know, we're about to see a whole. Well, we're not about to. We are really. I mean, you know, tattoos on the face. It's like that. That ain't nothing anymore. You know. No, it's still something. I, I I'm gonna Is I'm it? gonna pump the brakes. It's still something. Well, I guess I'm talking about like like celebrities and stuff. Like okay, like ne- like like neck. I like neck tattoos are a lot more like 
a lot less jarring than they used to be. Well, yeah, but you're talking about tattoos on the face, Jordan. I don't care who you have to reach a certain money threshold where you no longer have to give a fuck, right? Once you reach the "I'm so rich, I don't have to give a fuck." Yeah, get, get tattoo you. I don't care. Tattoo or you once you reach it, like it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing else is happening for me. You know? Right, right. Like yeah. after you lose all your teeth and stuff, you might as well just be like, "Look, make mm-hmm. it a portrait." Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might not have teeth, but man, I got this badass rescuer's mural on my let forehead. Let me tell you. Like, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what would happen, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be. Oh, think about it. If somebody didn't have teeth, so what they did was they got it tattooed, like the <laughs> like their jaw is being like Thanos snapped away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they, I don't know, they tattoo some kind of thing over their mouth. It's like one of those carnival games where you shoot the clown's teeth out of its mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. And oh. it says, like, you won on their cheek. <laughs> <laughs> they just flip their lip down yeah. and it says, you won. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a prize, a prize counter on their forehead. It's like, what do oh, you want? <laughs> this many tickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah. how they determine who, who dates them. Yeah. Step right up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, how's your week been, man? Man, it's been good. You know, uh, kids doing great. Kim's doing great. You know, nothing, nothing too, nothing too crazy. You know what I mean? To uh, to report, uh, you know, Kim Kim's birthday is coming up actually. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I like the way I said that all seductively. Like I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no. So she'll be uh, that. That'll be uh, on the on the seventeenth of uh, of this month of September. So um, yes, this will be after you know people. Her birthday would have passed when they listened to this. But yeah. Um, yeah, is that what you wanted the virtual escape room for? No, that was just to fuck around with. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. No, that was just like hey, you know. Actually, Kim and I were talking about. It. I was like, hey, let's get a group of people to do the virtual escape room stuff. I don't know, man. We're trying to find out ways to like hang out with people like, but do, do different things. You know what I mean? So we've been getting in that Jackbox stuff. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. we've been, you know, screen sharing and playing that and thinking about like, you know, some other kinds of things that we can do remotely with, with friends and everything. I've never done an escape room period. I mean, not Neither like the I. game. I mean, I've done that shit in real life. Um, like I gotta get the fuck out of here. You know? But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, that would have had nothing to do with, with, with the birthday. But I will say, uh, because by the time this airs, uh, her birthday would have already come and gone. Uh, happy late birthday, babe. Yes, uh, Kimberly, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like the way I say her full name. Yeah. It was such Kimberly, affection. Like she's in trouble. And she's... Kimberly, Yeah, it's, it's your birthday. No, happy yeah. birthday, Kimberly. No. Um, and I'm glad that you were born. I mean, too, Jordan man. more glad than I am, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? How's uh, how's your week been? Man, I'll be real with you. My week has been tiring. But you know what I did do this week? I saw Tenet. I saw Tenet this week. I braved the yeah. movie theater. Yeah. I braved it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I did sit there without my mask on. You know why? Why? There were six of us in the entire movie theater. Really? Wow. And I was like, I am A-OK. We're, yeah. we're, we're fine. So um, I'm curious what you thought of. I mean, no, we we've talked about it, but I'm sure the listeners would be curious. Of what oh Lord about. Jesus! Look, um, <laughs> Christopher Nolan can make a beautiful movie. It is, it is great. Uh, it's, uh, um, <laughs> it's a time travel movie. 
I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. People didn't know that. I'm not taking anything away from the movie because I think that the the concepts behind the time travel are great. But, bruh, like, you know, we had to hold on for dear life with Inception to understand what the fuck was going on, right? Yeah. And imagine that, but the sound mixing is off. They got the, they got the motherfucking nerve to be talking behind masks. I'm like, how are you going to explain time oh, travel yeah. when you got a fucking oxygen mask? Like, don't play with me. Yeah. And so, like, I sat there for two hours. Two hours. The credits started to roll. And the first thing out of my mouth is, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had so many questions. I read an article about it the very next day. And I was like, I still, like, I don't care. That's the yeah. thing. Like, here's the thing with time travel movies I have, I have determined. I need to give enough fucks to care about why you're going back in time. Sure. And there's not enough fucks to be given. Like Interstellar, again, Interstellar, another Christopher Nolan movie where we were hanging on by the seat of our pants to be like, please explain this to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that the connection between father and daughter, like that parental love, the idea of that love breaking physics and spanning space and time, right? Yeah, Interstellar really came together for me in the end where he's like watching her like Right. The... That's the that's the scene that gets you, right? And then you're like, yeah. I don't care how this like works scientifically, the concept behind it is so strong that I love it, right? True. Right. I right, never right. get that moment. Mm-mm. Not once. Wow. Also, I'm like, yo, see Nolan. Like, we get it. Time travel's cool. Like, sleep yeah. on it. Let it yeah. rest. <laughs> yeah. If like, it ain't sure. back to the future in game, like, you know, or hot tub time machine. You know what I mean? Like, what, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, it's like you did a, your good time travel yeah. music uh, a yeah. movie. It's called Interstellar. I've, 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 heard, I've heard from multiple people that, that Christopher Nolan does make a beautiful movie, but by and large, at, at least for his, his most recent outings, they just have too many layers. It's like they're trying to do too many things at one time. And it's like it's not enough to be a cool action movie. you got to be a cool action movie with with – you know what I mean? Like time travel. And that's so not here's the thing. Then you have if to he was his... going for depth, he wouldn't have made sure it came out in that summer blockbuster slot. He, w- he would have pushed it to November. Yeah. And that's another thing too, man. Like just being hell bent on this movie coming out, you know, in theaters right now, like, you know, wanting to, and I get it, man. I'm, 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 I'm totally with you. You know what I mean? Like I, I miss going to the theater and stuff like that. You know, like there's nothing like seeing a, seeing a movie like that or any movie really on the big screen and stuff, just the experience and everything. But, but man, like, you know, to, to be that gung ho about it, you know, and, right. and, and, and I, and I, and you're not the first person I've heard that like, you know, the, the sound, the sound was, was, was off. And, and I'm wondering how much of that is, shitty sound mixing because they're trying to rush to, to meet that date. They weren't trying to rush it because they pushed or, it back. Yeah, or is it like, yeah, the theater's open, but there ain't but one motherfucker working there. <laughs> it's that same. It's like, they take your ticket, they make your concessions, they go up there, turn the projector on, run the audio and shit like that. You True. Know. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was just not, uh, it was, it was not a, a, a a pleasant experience as far as movie going goes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a shame, the, the, man. That's a shame. There was one thing that made me laugh out loud. Guess how mm. many previews there were before the movie started? How many? Two. <laughs> and I was like, what? oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. I was yeah. like, two? Oh, we got two. We got two. Yeah. I mean, that's... And were they were they movies that are, like, slated to come out soon? or One is Black Widow, and it wasn't scheduled till November. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's another thing, man. It's like, you know, with, with all this stuff, like whenever theaters do open up, like what like what are they gonna what are they gonna play? You know? I'm wondering and I think we've talked about this before, I'm wondering if we're gonna see like a resurgence of like, you know, classic movies going you know, getting getting on the screen again. Uh, I think all those movies that they have that they're unsure of where they fit because you know how like they held um cabin in the woods for like two three years because they weren't sure how to market it right, right? right. i think you're going to see a surge of those movies that are just sitting waiting for a pocket yeah and they'll just be like now's the time now's the time now's the time true, true. yeah I, and, and i think that we're going to see movies that were slated to be in theaters that made the streaming thing mm-hmm. move back I, I think antebellum is going to go to theaters again right I heard yeah. that movie wasn't good, which really disappoints me. But yeah. um, I think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then it's like, what do you do with this clearly viable route of, of, of having these movies available, you know, stream at home? I mean, they've, you know, there, there are plenty of people out there who like love, you know, watching these brand new movies, like from the comfort of their own home. And it's like, are they going to split the market now? Like, are I think they, gonna... they will. I think you'll see it this like two week. I think it's going to be like, um, Kind of like video game exclusives are. This is on this platform for the first three months or something like that. But I think it's going to be a shorter window mm-hmm. because they already started moving things quicker to Blu-ray, DVD, and you know, video on demand. I think you're going to get. I think you're going to get two weeks, mm-hmm. in two or three weeks in the movie theaters before yeah. they go to video on demand. I mean, like, there's very few movies that have more than three showings in a movie theater after week three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are the big ones that, like, they can they know that they can afford to hold out on, right? Kind of gives it like a like a second life almost. It's like it's like the nightcap to the date. You know what I mean? It's like oh yeah, it's over, but we're still gonna hang out and shit like that, right? I mean, plus it's harder to you know when you go to see a movie in week three, it's hard, you just don't have as many options. Yeah. So you're like, hey, we want to go to the movies tonight. I really want to see this movie. Oh, there's only two showings. Like the mm-hmm. chance of you seeing that movie is like cut down exponentially. So right. I could see them just moving it to streaming. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's right. Makes a lot of sense. Movie execs. Listen. Yeah, I know. Get us a seat at the table and let us fucking and you know devise your your interview questionnaires and stuff like that. Well, I was talking about distribution because that's where the real money is. But that's cool. Yeah, okay. you interview Which away. Whichever. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. You uh, go ahead. Uh, All right, well, that's our show, guys. So catch you next week. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, this week we watched um, one of your daughter's favorites. Yes, we Uh, we watched Disney's Descendants. Descendants, the the first part of the the Descendants trilogy. Like, okay, did they know? Did they know it was going to be a trilogy from the top? I think they did. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, But uh, before we get into the movie, of course, our first half is going to be. We're going to rank our, our, our favorite Disney villains. Jordan, I want your top five. Yeah, okay. So, so like, it, the, the list is, is too is, – the, there's too many great ones. You know what I mean? Let's just, Good let's thing just I'm asking for five. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I have two top five lists because there's just there's, – there's too many great ones. Oh, uh, hi. My name's Jordan, and I'm yeah. Shane. <laughs> uh, but because I think that the Disney villains – like the archetypes that they fill and like the motivations that they have and, and the way they look and stuff like that. To me, they're arguably like the, the best villains that ever villained. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. I, I just, they're, they're rooted in, in, in our minds and stuff. So with that, it, it was hard for me to, to come up with like 
you know, my, 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 my top five, like, like favorite. So I actually, I, I gave, I got that list, my top five favorite, but then I have the top five villains that scared me that might not necessarily be like the best in terms of like motivations and stuff like that, but just, they just scared the shit out of me when I, when I was young. Um, so for my best villains in order, in order, okay, uh, okay. Gaston, Okay. Uh, uh, and this is in descending order. So I think Gaston is is the best Disney villain out there. Uh his arc is complete. Uh he he goes from from being this sort of, you know, doofy uh uh, uh kind of funny, you know, charming sort sort of character. He's he's very capable and things like that and then he lets his emotions and his pride get the best of him, right? And then <laughs> fucking <laughs> turns you know 180s real quick or rather shows his true self really quick um so just a lot of layers going on with with him uh scar number two uh i don't know if it's because of just the lion king is just fucking awesome you know but just the 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 the, the way that scar can manipulate an entire species you know the whole the, all of the hyenas uh to do his bidding just how cunning he was um and things like that and then nothing beats the uh uh, you know, brother, help me, and and you know all that kind of stuff. Long live the king, everything like that. Uh, Jafar, yes, thought, yeah, okay. Jafar. Like again, similar similar reason for for Scar, right? Like super capable, motherfucker, control people's minds. You know, he makes a bitch out of the Sultan. Um, <laughs> you like that? No, like, I'm just but, saying, like, just how just how 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 capable and 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 his prowess. Do you know what I mean? Like like he. Like if 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 I'm crossing paths with Jafar, I'm gonna be trembling a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm like this guy. He, he got powers. He, and he shit. knows some shit. Yeah, and he's got a bird that can come around and you know peck me in the ear or, or or something like that. Not genie Jafar though. For some reason, whenever oh, Jafar, not, not, yeah, not return of Jafar, Jafar. Yeah, whenever Jafar became the genie, I was like, nah, he ain't, he ain't. And I think that's because we spent an entire movie learning of what. As powerful as the genie is, learning what their limitations were. You know what I'm talking uh-huh, about? Uh-huh. Um, uh, Ursula. Uh, and uh, Ur- Ursula is kind of kind of low on my list because, uh, and it's funny, we, Kim and I were just talking about this, but it's like I love this. I, I think her look is really cool. You know what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. the octopus, half octopus, half half person stuff. She's got the eels and shit. She's in the bottom of the ocean. She's like a sea witch. She's the idea of a sea witch. is really fucking cool. But all of a sudden, I was like, "But what? Like her her motivation doesn't really track, or it's not like specific enough." You know what I mean? Oh, These other ones is like, well, no. But the, 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 I was kind of proved I was kind of proven wrong because because I was like, "But like she she has the powers to like she wants she wants Titan's throne." You know what I mean? She has the powers yeah. to to do that. Like, why not just do that? Why go through Ariel? And then Kim was like, "But because she because because Ursula knows and all of her wisdom and cunning and stuff like that that Triton." would give up, would sacrifice everything for Ariel, mm. you know, See. or his daughters rather. But the reason why Ariel, because Ariel's the disobedient daughter. Ariel's the one who would go to Ursula. So again, just that kind of manipulation stuff. I was like, yeah, you know what? You're, ain't that some shit. You're, you're fucking right. Um, and then uh, last on the list, um, number five is Dr. Facilier from, uh, from Princess. Dr. Facilier. Uh, a, a really, a really fun villain. I, I, I think, as far as all, all my top five and my top five list, he's the funnest villain, you know? Yes. Um, uh, Keith David, I think, does a great job. 
But Dr. Fossilier gives us, I think, the saddest uh, death of a, of a Disney character. Um, by really? seeing, stepping on Ray. Yeah. I mean, I, th- oh, I was just, okay. I yeah. thought you meant like him dying. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Like, when like Dr. Facilier died. I was like, goodbye. Yeah. His, his death is fucking frightening, dude. Like oh, when yeah. you think about it, it's like, oh, Holy yeah. shit. You know, but, uh, they dragged his ass down to hell and stuff. But, um, but no, when, when he steps on Ray, just sort of unceremoniously like that. Um, you know, it's like, man, you, you suck, but like, you're also really fun and, and, and mysterious and all these kinds of things. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my top five of best that's villains. A, that's a fair list. That's a super and, fair list. Yeah. We'll Dude, get to I, that I actually, Yeah, I want to hear your top five best villains, and then we'll talk about the scary villains and stuff. Okay, so mine, the deep cuts that you have to roll with me. Mm. Number one, in order. Number one. Oh, sorry, in ascending or descending order. Uh, uh, number one, as far as like he is the number one oh, gotcha, villain gotcha. to me. You're gonna think I'm crazy. You ready for it? I mean, yeah. Chernabog. Ooh. Okay, why? But so there's Fantasia was like my my shit, right? Mm-hmm. My, Fantasia was my shit, and I remember Fantasia was one of those movies I would watch when I was up late at night on like a Friday night. You know, you can watch whatever you want. Your parents would like just go sleep, just whatever. And. He always showing up with the swell of classical music and the the, the unleashing of those giant wings during mm-hmm. Night on Bald Mountain. Like I was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. And he never said anything. It was like the they drew a presence that was that was all encompassing. Yeah, yeah. And like Chernabog, just the of all the Disney villains, right? You could I feel like you could talk to every single last one of them. You could talk all of them down. Not Chernabog. Mm-hmm. Chernabog's like, I'm literally the devil. Oh, he so doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. No, he's he, he he's pure evil. Yeah. So Chernabog um, is number one. Can I can can I can I can I say something about Chernabog real quick before we move yeah. on to two number two? I remember I can't remember whose office it was in in, in my junior high. It was either the fucking counselor or the vice principal, whatever. I don't know. I I was on all their offices quite frequently. Uh but but one of them it was a Disney villains poster kind of thing. It just all mm-hmm. the Disney villains together, like posing together. And the back was goddamn uh, Bald Mountain with the Chernabog. just kind of like, uh, like all See? kind of in the back, like hazy. Yeah, and that shit, yeah. No, it I feels like, like he's like the, he, it feels like he's the ruler of all the villains. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Solid choice. Yeah, yeah Chernabog is number one. Number two is actually one you brought up earlier today, and I'm surprised you didn't mention it. Radigan. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, because Radigan is so smart, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. so incredibly intelligent. I love, I love Radigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that The Great Mouse Detective is an extremely underrated movie. I agree. I agree. It's a really good one. So, Radigan, and and not only that, but Radigan is like extremely flawed because he's evil because he's vain. Yeah, he's yeah. so narcissistic. It's it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, number three was also Gaston. Right, the okay. fact that he was able to turn an entire village against uh the beast for one person like he's extremely manipulative mm-hmm. uh but he's like it's that it's that charismatic manipulation that you see yeah. in real life yeah like he's the cool kid in school sure sure it's that it's that moment where whenever he like uh, you know turning the whole town like you know kill the beast and all that kind of stuff it's like 
the the movie makes that quick shift and it gives like okay we're in like darker territory now and like you want it to go back to like the Gaston who's like falling in mud puddles you know what I mean and like reading books upside down and shit like that like right it's crazy yeah yeah I like that so yeah there's that uh that's three right mm-hmm. yeah number four is Jafar mm. Jafar is number four for me uh for all the same reasons you said I don't like Genie Jafar either but um. Uh, we, you know, we made a conclusion about Jafar that we're pretty sure that cartoon Jafar, he's just, he's on the sexual spectrum. He's just like, I just want to fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He just wants to, he just wants to, you know. Get down with the love, get down. Yeah. Don't, that doesn't matter. And, and I equate, I equate uh, Jafar's, um, you know, sexual preferences and stuff to uh, Oberon Martell's and uh, Game of Thrones. It's like, man, I just. Who, who, who am I to, who am I to, you know what I mean? Like decide who am I to, it's like sex is sex, you know, love is love and shit like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Uh, and the fifth and final of my favorite Disney villains is Hades. Ooh, he almost made mine, but yeah. Here like, I know. feel like, uh, uh, like Dr. Facilier, you know, I love Princess and the Frog. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. But I feel like as far as like the fun villain slot, I think mm-hmm. Hades just edges him out a little bit. Yeah. Cause Hades I feel like Hades has more more bite to him. Like he's capable of more. While Dr. Facilier, he actually like his downfall is this this pact that he has to make mm-hmm. with the other side, as opposed to Hades is like, no, I have like I have a I have a hydra at my disposal. Yeah. You know, he's like, like, he's like, I am the other side. What the fuck you talking about? Right, and I and I and and he did the 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 greatest thing, you know. He applied fantastic subterfuge by having Meg play both sides. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that those are those is mine. Mm-hmm. Those is mine. Yeah. But about no, the ones no. that scared you, I want to I want to laugh at your fear. Uh yeah. So these are ones these are ones that 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 really scared me. Um, again in in order. Uh, so the scariest villain is, uh, evil queen from Snow White, but evil queen in, in old hag form. Okay. Um, I can buy that. It, that dude, that, that moment where that's the quintessential don't take candy from strangers. Yeah. But that, again, I've talked about this before. I'm probably going to talk about it again, but that where she's looking through the window and she's like, Oh, you know, where, where is this? Where is this? girl and I'm gonna give her my apple like she's kind of telling the audience like she's like narrating what her plan is gonna be but she looks dead at the audience and stuff or at the viewer just really 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 scary um Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame um that's that like historical scary that's that shit that's that fucking inquisitive like you know what I mean like public executions like like church bell like that's, that's he was he was vile you know what I mean, and 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 sick and disgusting and and, and everything like that. Right, right. Um, Shere Khan, dude from from the Jungle Book. Ooh, um, I forgot about Shere Khan. Like every every iteration of the Jungle Book I've seen has like a version of him like creeping through the grass. You know what I mean, or or just creeping and like you see his eyes and stuff. Do you remember from the, the old school animated Jungle Book? He's like creeping mm-hmm, through the grass. Mm-hmm. That just that just kind of kind of gets me. Ka's pretty scary too, just because it's like a big old snake. But Ka's kind of kind of doofy, you know. Shere Khan's like, I don't know, just frightening. Uh, uh, Shen- whoa. whoa, 
be prepared for trivia. TJ, drop a beat. Yeah. <laughs> then that that is now officially scarier than <laughs> You married this. You married yeah, this. Just yeah. before we get into trivia though, I do want to say I'm the biggest fan of these descendants movies for a lot of reasons. Soundtrack, what up? Uh, but also for Disney finally calling out that there may be like some toxic mothers around there. It's not just all about evil step parents. So yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Disney. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, no spoilers, but further on in this series, they actually get into like Mal's father. And he, I think he says, I don't know the exact quote, but it was basically, I didn't leave you. I couldn't live with your mother. So Ooh. I'm like, yeah. yes, just snaps. And snaps. that oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so enough of me, like, loving on Descendants. George! Yes? Which eye is Scar's trademark scar oh, on? Shit. Also, I'm going to need you to, to minimize your... Oh, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Windows? Oh, we, can't, we, can't, we can't see them there. Is um, he cheating? No, he's not cheating. I don't um, think. But just in case. Oh, uh, is it his left? Ding, ding, ding! Okay. That was a 50-50 shot. Good guess. Yeah. TJ, mm-hmm. what are the names of Ursula's minions? Oh, uh, Flossum and Jetsum. Ding, ding, ding. Jordan. Okay. What is the <laughs> evil... Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the evil stepmother's name in Cinderella? Lady Tremaine. Ding, ding, ding. God, I, maybe I made these too easy. Now I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Maybe. We'll see. TJ. What is the name of Maleficent's raven? Oh, shit. I don't know that. Sounds like TJ might not know that. Or we lost him. Has something to do with Satan. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? <laughs> um, is it Diablo? It is Diablo. (laughs) That's my air horn sound. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to shelve that. I might come with some surprises next week. Jordan. Yeah. In order to thwart Ariel, Ursula transforms into a PYT and enchants the prince to fall in love with her. What name did she go by when disguised as a human? Oh, this was multiple choice, by the way. Was it A? Elizabeth, B, Vanessa, or C, <laughs> dog parts. Dogs and arms. Oh my goodness. Or C, Rebecca. Uh, Elizabeth, Victoria, or Rebecca? Or Elizabeth, Vanessa, or Rebecca? Uh, uh, Vanessa. Ding, ding, ding. Biscuit. Y'all are just Vanessa, it. let me introduce you. Yeah, let's go. Um. Oh, I got my questions out of order here. Dogs. TJ. Mm-hmm. What is Jafar's first wish when he gets Genie's lamp from Aladdin? Oh my God. 
as far as first wish? Yeah. <sighs> oh my god. It's like you can hear my brain working, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Um no, the wish to be salted would be too easy. Um Oh wait, no, I'm not gonna do that one. Does he ask for does he ask for power? No. Cause I mean what kind of power what? Like, okay, because the snake thing in the first one happens because he asks for like powers. Oh, powers, not like a power plant. No. Electricity no, 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 no. in back in the day. Would have been dope. Then, yeah. Um I'm gonna go with he asks to become Sultan. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, okay, sword. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe this one. Maybe this one. Jor. Yeah. The voice actor who voiced Maleficent, Eleanor Audley, voiced another Disney villain. Who else did she voice? I get a multiple choice for that one. Nope. Um, Eleanor Audley. Oddly, uh, oddly, A U D L E Y. Uh, oh shit! Why are you um, asking how to spell Jordan? I I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I've seen it on IMDb page or something like that. Yeah, like the one you're looking at right now. I can attest on... that there are no IMDb pages up on a current um, screen. Uh, I, it seems to. Was it Lady Jermaine? Ding ding ding! Oh, okay. God. Okay, okay. Maybe this one. Maybe this one. TJ. This mm-hmm. one is multiple choice. What is the number one cause of demise for Disney villains? And this one I got off Oh My Disney. So if it's wrong, everybody can write letters to them. Was it A, magic, B, poison, or C, falling? Falling. Ding, ding, ding. Because you can hide that in animation. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, good thing I got a fun Mavis's. We are tied up. Y'all got all my questions. I'm never just doing like a straight up Disney questions again. So get ready for me to bring the pain next week. Uh, like you sure. haven't brought it all <laughs> Every time you I know, like give us a week. Golly. Like, She's like, oh, they show. She's like, <laughs> oh, great. Y'all did I'm well. I'm here to crush yeah. spirits and leave. So. No one does a lot of things quite like Gaston. Fifteen things, in fact, according to the song. So what I need you both to do, and we'll start with Jord, we are going to recite a thing that no one does like Gaston. The first one to get one wrong or to not have an answer loses. So, Jord, I will start with you. No one. Fights like Gaston. No one. Correct. Great. Uh, does it have to go in order? No, it does not have to go in order, and no one fights like Gaston is correct. Drinks like Gaston? Um, you know, I am not seeing that on my No! Oh. <laughs> I lost so quick. My ne- is, is one of them? No one's neck is incredibly thick as Thick Gaston. like Gaston. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Uh, we've I've got, got biceps to spare. No one's slick as Gaston. No one's quick as Gaston, the neck one. 
no one's been like Gaston, and I don't quite know what that means. Uh, a king that means he's one like, of a kind. A kingpin like Gaston. Mm. Uh, no one got a swell cleft on his chin like Gaston. No one fights like Gaston. Douses lights like Gaston. In a wrestling match, no one bites like Gaston. I almost said bites, but it felt Mm. wrong and dirty and sexy. (laughs) For there's no one as burly and brawn. No one hits like Gaston, matches wits like Gaston. In a spitting match, nobody spits like Gaston. No one shoots like Gaston and makes those buttes like Gaston. What does that huh. mean? Make those buttes? That sounds dirty too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He bites. Well, it, he, he bites and he makes bites. those. He's shooting. What they talking mixed. about? He sounds <laughs> gross. No, he sounds like he's a, running a BDSM camp over there. <laughs> <laughs> no one trivia yells like him. Boom! I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right, that was fun. Oh. Well, yeah, we did well, and she's upset. <laughs> it's like, fuck y'all. I'm out of here. Um, yeah. Um, Where are you on your list of scary ones? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, Shere Khan, I said. Um, uh, Shan Yu from, uh, from Mulan. Um, oh, something yeah. about the eyes, and what, what does he have? Like a hawk or something like that? He does have a hawk. And he's straight up, he's straight up like... Mercs people? Yeah, and it was just like, I don't... This is one, like... I I think I'd be a little bit more nervous facing him than like Jafar. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the last one is 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 Maleficent. Uh, um, obviously, one of the quintessential Disney villains. You know, so it was kind of it was kind of tough omitting her from my from my top five, but I put her on my scariest because, I mean, you know, real talk, she just gets pissed off that she didn't get invited to a party. Um, but ooh, you're right. She petty. Yeah, but um, Maleficent scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and here's why. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to phrase this as delicately as possible. Um, I love my mother to death. Um, <laughs> I'm absolutely bracing for where this. Yeah, is going. no, love my mother, love my mother to death, and and but when I was a kid, Maleficent looked like a green evil version of my mom because my mom's really tall and slender and kind of has that like old like hollywood look about her you know mm-hmm. um and maleficent was was kind of that and i remember the, the first time i saw maleficent uh on the, on the on the tv when i was a kid i like ran to my room like when when she first appears in the in the thing and she's kind of talking i like ran to my room and didn't didn't it didn't like make me afraid of my mom you know but it was just like something about it man i just i it was some kind of weird alternate mother scary thing you know so that's that's why she's that's why she's on there that's also why she why she's why she's fifth on there not not first because i've never associated my mother with a villain at all so i'm i love you more Oh, thank you for making Mother. me feel like a shitty son. Um, but but yeah, no. Hey, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> no. no, yeah, it was again and again just with just just with looks. You know what I mean? Not obviously, my mom wasn't was not you know evil. No, I've met your mother. She is not yeah. evil. She's incredibly sweet, and she likes me. So that says something about her choice yeah. of character. Yeah, yeah. So so you know. So you know, some honorable mentions, uh, TJ. I mean, it's just some that <laughs> you just like. Let me make four lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, like like uh, uh, Clayton from Tarzan. 
You know what I mean? Man, fuck that movie. Anyways. Like, well, I mean, the movie, but like the villain, you know, I remember watching that and like that dude gets hung and stuff. And he, he just, does. He's just a big hunter and stuff. Uh, but I think McLeach from Rescue Years Down Under has Clayton beat in the. Oh, yes. Park. Yes, he does. Yes, yeah. he does. I love um, the Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. And then speaking of Rescuers, the old, the old lady from the first one, the, mm-hmm. the Miss, the Miss Hannigan kind of, kind of lady. Uh, the one who and, has the crazy eyes, just like Cruella DeVille does at one point. Yeah, and then um, the the old girl from uh, Sword in the Stone, Madame Mim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She kind of she kind of creeped me out. I never really fucked with Cruella. I never I never really got Cruella why... DeVille was never really scary to me. You know why? Because her intro song was just so jazzy. Yeah, <laughs> Cruella yeah. DeVille. Well, she's yeah, she just sounds like a divorcee who's upset, and so yeah, she's like, "Give me all the furs." Yeah, and and it's like, hey, man, you know, have a have a have a drink and a and a chat with her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. She, yeah, it's just the fur thing, and, and she never really. I mean, the fact that she murdered dogs is a bit sure, sure. But I'm saying, like, people, you know, tout her as like, "Oh my god," you know, and they're doing that live action Cruella movie, and everyone's all ape shit over that. And I'm just that's like, because really? no one likes people who kill dogs. Yeah. Well, she was um, Michael Vick in it before Michael Vick was Michael Vick in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just, uh, and then what are, what are, what are some other ones that, that deserve? Oh, uh, I never saw Black Cauldron. You know this. Yes. Um, but Black Cauldron would make you extremely sad, but. Yeah. But the, what's that skeletal look at cat in Black Cauldron? I don't, I don't remember his name. Yeah. That guy. So. I more remember the sacrifice of the little furry dude in Black Cauldron because he's like, I don't have any friends. You have friends. Let me sacrifice myself to the to fucking hell to save Jesus. everybody. Really? Yeah. Like there's someone has to throw themselves into the cauldron and the hero's like, I'm going to do it because he's the hero. Right. And then they have this little fuzzy thing that's like, no, I'll do it because I don't have friends. You have friends. What? Yes. Can I, can I ask you a question, TJ? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that movie? <laughs> so Walt Disney was actually really obsessed with like deep and dark and like scary stuff. Like Frozen was in development. I think it, cause Walt Disney tried to do an, a snow queen or an ice queen movie. Walt liked the, the deep twisted dark stuff. Think about Alice in Wonderland. Some of that stuff is fucked up. Yeah. That, queen of so Hearts. That movie, what'd you say? Queen of Hearts, another honorable mention. Yes, she is. She yeah. is. Yeah. But like he liked that. He liked that dark stuff. And so I think the Black Cauldron was his attempt to appeal to like an older audience. Mm-hmm. But it didn't do well. So yeah, like it's dark and it's scary and it's creepy. That movie exists because Walt Disney was definitely trying to stretch some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we we watched. Um, there's a there's a documentary series called The Movies, um, and it's it's the same production uh, company and production team behind the you know those those decade documentaries oh the seventies the sixties the eighty and all that kind of stuff uh, produced by Tom Hanks and and, and some other, some other cats and stuff mm-hmm. but it basically tracks through the movie like all the different decades you know so we were watching that and on the nineties one it started talking about the Disney Renaissance you know because because Little Mermaid kicked that off in eighty nine. Um, and they were talking about that and they were just like, you know, before that, and they mentioned like Black Cauldron and all this kind of stuff, like before that Disney, they didn't really, they were kind of in this weird 
in between space of like we just you know they, they just came up with all these bangers in the early days you know what i mean like snow white pinocchio bambi cinderella sleeping beauty like all these other sorts of things um and then like for you know, a good while there they were trying all these things out uh and they showed like a clip of black cauldron and stuff and 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 and, and you know not really and like think like the rescuers and and a bunch of those like older kind of like 70s 80s disney movies you know mm-hmm. um and then and then they were talking about how like in the, the disney renaissance was when uh this is the first time that like animation period had been done like that like like the way that we look at at animation now we're like oh that's very disney yeah it's like specifically that's very disney renaissance you know because if you look back at some of the older disney stuff it's like they were trying different things out all over the place um i mean there's some older ones like snow white and, and and like those older ones were like they were like breaking new ground they all by and large kind of look the same but the way that the animation could be so colorful, you know what I mean? And so fluid, that's right. all Disney Renaissance stuff. So I just found that pretty interesting bit of, of trivia that, that uh, or history, I guess, with Disney that I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really pick up on until recently. Look at you digging deep. Mm-hmm. Find the truth. <laughs> You're a sleuth. <laughs> uh, You're a great mouse detective. You know Hey, that? hey. Just don't, don't send, don't, don't send Rat again after you. Um, again. Yeah. So I guess moral of the story is, kids, uh, Disney villains are cool, and and they're, they're they're just as just like just like the entire discography of Rush. There's something in there for everybody. Hmm. Okay. Well, we won't say that, but <laughs> I'll say it again. Just like the entire discography. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. speaking of Rush, I think it's time we rush to our fridges to go ahead and get some drinks you see what i did there i made it funny okay i'm gonna say it again we're gonna <laughs> rush <laughs> and that's right. our show so see y'all next week we talk about it. <laughs> all right we're gonna go get our drinks and we're gonna meet you right back here as we dig into Descendants. Yeah, we're about to set it off, right, TJ? Set it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to catch you right back here. All right, bye. Bye. Well, hello, we're back. Yes, we are. Did you miss us? I hope you did. Um, actually, I hope you didn't, because like that was a really short time that we were gone. Yeah, it's, and, if you um, missed us in that short amount of time, um, you know... You might be in love with us, which, you know, yeah. call me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are they going? Where are you going? Bobby, I love you. That's only 27. <laughs> the only 27 episodes, and I don't know where they're going. I don't uh, feel safe. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're back. We're back, man. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, what, what are you putting in your face? Uh, in my face, uh, I am putting in uh, vape tricks. Um, which is is that that great shit? cherry shit, sir? It is uh, another Prairie Artisan Ales. It is their uh, uh, cherry sour beer. It is the one I have not been yeah, able to find. It's, it's good, man. It's good. The 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 the, the sour cherry flavor um, has a has has, has kind of a, a, a deep meaning to me. My mom was really big into cherry sours. And we would go to the candy store and she'd put cherry sours and gummy colas in the same bag, shake them all around. Um, so, yeah. yeah. What word, about you? What do you word, word, word. 
I got myself a Smutty Nose Pumpkin Ale. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, Smutty Nose is a brewery. You don't have like a nose problem right now. No, I don't have a Smutty okay. Nose. No, it's a Smutty Nose Pumpkin okay. Ale. It tastes like um, it tastes like pumpkin Ooh. pie. Put some wood, put some more whipped cream it's, down there. It's from some new. It's from New Hampshire. Yeah. Pretty tasty because you know we in pumpkin season. We is in pumpkin yeah. season. So I think I'm gonna roll with pumpkin beer. Okay, full disclosure, I bought a whole bunch of beers. You were you were on mm-hmm. the phone with me when I bought all yeah. these beers, right? And and I've been like, all right, let me try one of each that way. There's this one. Apparently there's something called milkshake ales. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh which stop. Just stop. Because there's this one that I was like, this tastes pretty good. About four sips in, like it started stinging the back of my throat. Oh, I was yeah. like, why is this beer hurt? Mm-hmm. So, um, I still have three of them. Those are going to be like those. I'm already tipsy. Let me go ahead and drink those beers. Else. I just need something. <laughs> yeah, I just need a yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah. The tequila can't yeah. hold me no yeah. more. <laughs> no, um, uh, which you know. I am super proud of myself. I bought a handle of tequila probably like a month ago. And, you know, I'm barely to the top of the handle. Oh, wow. Like, I've been I've been pacing myself. And you know how much I love me a margarita. Yeah, that's, that's some self-control, man. Yeah, I mean, but also, like, tequila on a Thursday just feels <laughs> intense. Well, why? It's like, it's the same. Both, both of things got the same first look. Okay, well... Well, I'm they're not called that, Whiskey um, Wednesdays for nothing. You know? I've never heard it called Whiskey Wednesdays. I know, Wednesday. I haven't even to said that shit. But, but it's the thing now. <laughs> no, ours our, ours the, the only thing that we ever did alliteration with was, uh, uh, and this was this was years ago when I was young and dumb, but it was uh, Thirsty Thursdays, is what we called it. Well, Thirsty Thursdays, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of that. All right, so we are going to dig through Descendants. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, before we do, I'm going to say, if this cast of the adult villains isn't stacked, yeah, we got we got Melanie Paxson, right, mm-hmm. killing it. We got Kristen Chenoweth, yeah, killing it. We got Kathy and Jimmy, killing it. I've never seen work by Maz uh, Jabrani before. Maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but he was great. He was funny. Um, oh, he's part of the Axis of Evil. Okay, great, 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 mm-hmm. great. Um, Wendy Rachel Robinson is Coral Deville. Uh, mm-hmm. She was she was killing you know, it. She's from, um, uh, she's the principal in uh, Steve Hartman. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she was on, she was also on the game, yeah. uh, which was a CWB T show. Um, and then I wish I could say the same for like, I didn't know a lot of these kid actors, but I thought they did a pretty good job, but we'll, we'll I don't think that you and I fall on the same, on the same spectrum on this movie, but we're going to okay. see. We're gonna okay. See. okay. But we start. In the United States of Oradon, or- Oradon, like Aurora, I guess, yeah, Oradon, yeah. where where Belle and Beast have been married and they become king and queen. So 
Question number one. I'm just going to raise my hand. I thought Belle and the Beast were in France, right? Well, so they moved from France. Yeah. No, no uh, let me finish my thought. So they moved from France to <laughs> to start a fictional country. Uh, and the only reason I bring this up is because they sing Be Our Guest later and they mentioned France. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be like, okay, so you're in France, but you're not in France. So you're okay, cool. You know, if, so if, if, if ballet can be an amalgamation of French and Italian teachings, then Oradon Don't play with be... me. Don't play with me with your linguistic just... bullshit. Don't, <laughs> don't you come for me. It's it's the roster, dude. It's it's the, we we want to get all these characters together in the same. I mean, I had I had similar questions too. Like, okay, is this even though these are all like characters from the Disney canon, is this its own? I guess in the same vein, like Timeline. comic books, where it's like you know, is this its own? You know what I mean, like Disney universe kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, so yeah, okay, so Belle and the Beast, they're married, they have the United States of Oregon, the, the, the country is, like, prosperous and everything like mm-hmm. that, but then they say, hey, all the villains, whoever existed, y'all gotta go to one place, we're gonna create an island, we're gonna call it the Island of the <laughs> Lost, because, you know, we're really good at naming, but although we know where everyone is. Yeah, island of the kind of found. <clears throat> right, the island of we know exactly where yeah. you are because you're on house arrest. <laughs> the island of fool me once. You know what I mean? <laughs> we done seen what y'all can do. Get the fuck out of here. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's an island and it's a slum, which I was also like, well, let's say I live in a slum, mm-hmm. but let's continue. Uh, where uh, they have a, a magic, uh, a blah, 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 a magic barrier around it. Um, and you know, all the villains kind of live there and they've kind of created their own little life. And now, uh, Belle and Beast have a son named Ben, which also, again, this was a thing that, like, bugged the crap out of me. All the kids are named adjacent to their parents, which I guess that, like, part of it is that it's, the movie is a discussion about lineage and, like, living up to your parents' expectations and everything mm-hmm. like that. And maybe the names, like, reflect that? But it also got obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I, th- I think it's giving you know, what I mean, like a younger a younger generation like versions of these. I see, like you know, Maleficent. You don't need Mal, to do that. Evil Queen Evie. Like I get that, but I don't know. But you don't need to do that, considering they're remaking all these movies anyway for a younger generation. It didn't really bother me too much. It did. It bugged me. It just felt like it felt like lazy. It felt lazy. No. Like Ben's name couldn't be. Uh, you know, Chuck. We couldn't get Chuck. Why would you want why Chuck? Because it's not a B. Anyways. What do you want his name to be? Chuck. Peter Parker? Like, you know, Bruce Banner? I told you. I've said <laughs> what I want his name to be at least three times now. I said we'll Chuck. Well, just call him Chuck. Call, 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 call him Chuck for the rest of the... No, I'm going to call him Ben, so that way people ain't confused yeah. looking for a Chuck in this um, movie. Ben should be Chuck. Uh, um... And then, so, <laughs> Ben, a.k.a. Yeah. Chuck, we find out that he is going to soon be crowned king. Question number three. <laughs> How does royalty work in this place? I, the parents are in their 40s. I, and they're like, you yeah. know what? We're done. Yeah. I think I, I think it's a lot like, um, I'm not, and I'm not saying this is true, but I remember the first time I went to Mexico, my dad was like, you know, drinking age is different down in Mexico. I said, "What's that?" And he said, "If you're if you're if you're tall enough to touch the bar, then 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 you're old enough to drink." And I'm wondering if 
it's kind of the same with Ordon. Like if you're if you're if you're tall enough to, I don't know, Vin Diesel was your unnecessary. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're tall enough, if you're tall enough to to touch to touch the throne, well then you can be king. Maybe it's something like that. Not saying those are Mexico's liquor laws, but that's just what I was. Thinking. I'm saying it's dumb. Anyways. I was just all like, I don't get it. I don't get like why he gets to be king at age of sixty. You know, especially when the but you didn't see the scene where like his his dad's dying. He, his dad's not dying. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but his first proclamation of king, which of course he's not king yet, so how can he make a proclamation as king until he's coordinated again? Just pre proclamation, a preclamation. A preclamation, right, is to say, hey, we're going to start a foreign exchange student yeah. program yeah. <laughs> where we take four children from the island of the lost to give them a chance to live in Ordon so that way they can, like, not be evil, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've picked the children of Cruella de Vil, Defar, the evil queen, and Maleficent. You know, they're all like, Maleficent, she's the worst. How would you know, Beast? You didn't have to deal yeah, with she her. Wanted your, you she wanted in your movie, Cap. Sit down. Right. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> What you talking about? Because you hurt. He said, she said, and all of a sudden you throwing stones. Uh, uh, Remember, you tried to slash her daddy. Let's talk about uh, anger issues. Uh, Anyways. I know. It's like, but, that is one thing. It's like, damn, dude, these are the four. Like, those are some heavy hitters, man. You want to, like, soft serve it for a minute? Like, he didn't soft Yeah, ball. like, right, right. Bring, bring, bring lots of hugging bears boy over here. You know, let's try to, <laughs> <laughs> let's try to try to get some bunk ass villains over here that you can use. No, nah, he's like, let's go for the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so he's like, all right, let's bring them over to the island. And at first, the dad is all like, no, and he's like, the children shouldn't be punished for the sins of their parents. Which true point, Ben. Thank you, Ben slash Chuck, mm-hmm. for making you know making making it known. Uh, but then he's like, all right, cool. And then we get like. The first song, which I had questions about this song too. The so we meet we meet Carlos, the son of Cruella Deville, mm-hmm. which that that name's a stretch, right? Carlos and Cruella. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll let you have it. I don't appreciate it. The, I'll let you have it. We meet R and the L. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Mal, who is our who is our she's our she's our protagonist. She's the one we follow. Mm-hmm. She's the daughter of Maleficent. Uh, we have Evie, which is the daughter of the evil queen. And then we have Jay, who is the son of Jafar, right? I remember this one. I texted you. I was like, Jafar ain't got no kid. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, he does. He just do whatever he yeah. do with whoever he do yeah. it with. I'm like, you're right. Jafar's probably got, you're right. Why am I trying Jafar's to- got more kids in the Bible, man. He, I mean, he just, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Jafar, Jafar, yeah. Yeah, you're reason, right. if There's a like, reason why, why he walks around Jafar? with that big old staff. You know what I mean? Just, just hey, owning the joint, you know? <laughs> <laughs> letting people know, letting people know what they give getting. me my way or I'm gonna but get you. Have, prick, you know, they have the song, uh, they have the song, uh, Rotten to the Core. I'm rotten to the core. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. can we stop with like using hip hop as the sentiment of evil? But, um, let hey, they did end zombies. Wow, they, ha- they have a track record. Yeah, anyway, I think, I think so zombies is through- a bit. A bit more like yeah, you know, because I don't know, (laughs) racist. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) so here they are, and they're dancing in the streets of these slums. Which again, 
these are bad kids, right? Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to live on the island of all bad people. Why are these people just letting them do this shit? That, to them? Yeah, that also... was that was a question that I still have. It's like they're they're being they're being villains to the villains, you know, like taking their candy and pushing them around and shit like that, you know. Yeah, and then they, but you know, they end in like a giant street dance number, which <laughs> this was the funniest thing because the street dance number ends and they're all standing there like, yeah, we just danced yeah, in and, the street. And now like blows her hair out of her face and stuff like that. She's like, yeah, yeah we're bad. And everyone else is like, right. bro, it's like shopping right. day. Like, you just need to move out. What did away. you, what did, what did anyways, you think of the dance moves? Not just in this, you know what? but Here's throughout the thing. The- I thought that the dancing was actually really good. Because they're dancers first. I thought like they, they, they hired dancers first and foremost. Yeah. Really? Be- well, because the guy who plays Carlos, you know uh uh um Rest in Peace. Pastis. Yeah, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Uh Cameron uh Cameron Boyce, he was an actor on uh gosh, whatever what other Disney show did he do? Oh no, they've uh, all been in I'm saying like like dancing was when it came to casting, like they were more concerned with dancing because that would if, if they could already dance and that that was going to require the least amount of prep time oh okay okay yeah so i mean i thought the dancing was actually really good mm-hmm. um uh, the choreography is dope this is one this was the moment where i was like okay this could make a really kind of cute stage musical yeah mm-hmm. right they add a couple more songs because they do need to add a couple more songs right. to make this like rounded up to be a stage musical right. i was like this could be a, this could be a cute little stage musical Give give the students a chance to like play off their instructors some or something sure. like that, right? Um, but yeah, um, Maleficent she shows up and she's like, "Hey, you guys are going to school on on, on in Oradon. and they're like, "No, we ain't." And she's like, "Yes, we yes you are," and they're like, "No, we ain't." And she's like, "Yeah, you are," and they're like, "Okay," um, <laughs> but she's like, "While you're there, you're there to get the fairy godmother's magic wand because only that can release the magic barrier that's surrounding the island of the lost. That way, we can all go to Oradon. Um, and they're like, but why? And she's like, because if I have the wand and my staff together, like I can destroy everything and we can rule the world. And um, it very quickly becomes evident that uh, Maleficent's just like, oh, it's going to be me and you, Mal, but mostly me, right? Um, but they're like, all right, we'll go. Although Carlos is like, I don't want to go the whole time, uh, but they end up going. Uh, and then what shows up? A limo. Mm-hmm. A limo shows up. They all get in a limo. They shove food in their face. Um, they think that it's all a trap. And then you find out that there is a magic golden bridge that is turned on by a garage door opener uh, <laughs> that the limo drives across uh, to take them from the Island of the Lost to Oradon. Uh, which, great. Awesome. We know how they're going to get in and out and what their plan is going to be pretty early on. Uh, at this point, I was I was kind of laughing because I was unsure about like what role Carlos would play in the movie. I'm still unsure about like Carlos's character in the mm-hmm. movie, but we'll get to that. Uh, but I thought like Jay was super defined. I thought Mal was super defined, and I loved Evie's character of like I just want a prince. Like she's not really evil. Yeah, yeah. Evie's my favorite out of the four. Yeah, she, I, 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 I like her art a lot. Yeah, she's solid. She's solid. Um, but yeah, so when they first get there, uh, they are traveling to Oradon Preparatory where they meet Ben. 
you know, Ben, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Chuck. And Chuck is all like, hey, everybody, I've been these are the people. Yeah. I've been yeah. chucking, right? <laughs> and then uh, we meet, at that point, Audrey, the daughter of Princess Aurora. Audrey can sit all the way down, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, from the very beginning. She's like, oh, yeah, Benny Boo. Um, or Benny Bear, whatever she calls him. And she's super, you could tell from the from the way that she treats him that she's like, I'm with him just because he's royalty and I'm royalty and we're supposed to be royalty together. Yeah. Um, but then we meet the fairy godmother who's the school headmistress and um, and uh, she's like, oh yeah, we're gonna, you're going to go inside, you're going to find your dorms, all this great stuff. Uh, Evie has been uh, equipped with her mother's magic mirror which is used to locate things. So the very first night, they say, okay, let's locate the magic wand. So they find it in this museum, right? And there also in the museum is Maleficent's spinning wheel, uh, which they all kind of make fun of, but she uses it to make the guard fall asleep. And uh, as they are walking through the museum to try to find the uh, wand, we get the second song because they go into this room of wax figures of their parents, which I was like, this is kind of dope though. Yeah. Cause like Jafar looked badass, mm-hmm. right? The evil queen even looked yeah, badass. Yeah. I thought it was a nice juxtaposition to how we saw them in the beginning of the movie. Like in the beginning of the movie, when we first see these original villains, they're kind of bumbling, kind of, you know, worse for wear yeah but then we see them like and it's funny because like that's the way the people of oradon like view them you know and like they're in these wax figures like they're menacing and they're kind of freaky and and you know sort of terrifying presence so yeah i I thought i agree i I thought this this setting was pretty cool and this is the moment when i was like oh man disney put this movie together real quick all things considered know why Hmm. Boy, if that green screen work wasn't terrible. Yeah, yeah no, the effects the effects leave a lot to be desired. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, you could tell they're walking on a green screen right. set. Disney, you got more money than that? Mm-hmm. I was like, but anyways, we get the second song, which is just Kristen Chenoweth showing off, mm-hmm. which I love me and Kristen Chenoweth's song, so I wasn't even mad about it. But it's basically where you see Mal be like, I don't know, should I be evil? Which also felt like it came really fast. Mm-hmm. Again. You're talking about her, her like, dilemma? Yeah. 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 I was like, she ain't been in school one day. And she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because up to this point, it was just kind of like throwing little cutesy eyes at, at Ben and, you know, kind of, you know, fucking around here and there. But yeah, no real, like, moment to, like, have her really question. I mean, though that moment comes later, but yeah, until now, yeah. No, I, I, I can kind of see that, but it felt a little rushed. Yeah, but you know they're, they're all like, "Oh, the movie's only two hours, so we yeah. got." Which keep in mind, this movie's two hours. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Right. I, I want to talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, but uh, so yeah, so they Christian Shannon with does her song. Evie comes back twice to be like, "Yo, Mal, let's go." No, for real though, let's go. Um, so they find the wand. Uh, Jay tries to touch it after Mal tells him not to. An alarm goes off. They have to leave the place. All hijinks ensue. Um, but basically, they realize, okay, we can't just steal it. We have to figure out when they're going to use it. We find out that 
they use it during the coronation, which is which Ben's coronation is coming up, right? So they just gotta weigh it out. They just have to. They just have to chill, right? They just have to like relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they start to try to fit into the school, right? They uh, Jay and Carlos uh, join a team called Turney, which is like half lacrosse, half field hockey, half shooting people with catapult things with crossbows. I don't know. Every sports game um, ever rolled into one. Put into one with violence. Yeah. Um, we uh, Carlos <clears throat> is scared of dogs. Uh, which I think is messed up that his mother put him into a fear of dogs, mm-hmm. considering all things. Uh, but he overcomes his fear of dogs and be and befriends the school dogs named Dude. Uh, Evie, uh, she's like super smart, but she really wants to be with Chad, uh, Cinderella's son, Chad, right? So um, she cheats, right? She cheats so that way she can look cool and yeah, all this other stuff to, to do. And, yeah, she agrees to do his homework because she thinks it's gonna get her uh, get her in there. Um, all the while, we have Dopey son Doug. Uh, who? Why is Dope? Why is Doug not short? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, don't know. I mean, Dopey must have some game though. If he's getting, he, if he's getting a record. Yeah, we also mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, it, it's it's you know, it's all about it's all about the intellect and, and what they got on the inside. Yeah. Dopey legitimately has no intellect. That's literally his character. Yeah, but like, wait, no, no, I'm not, I'm not like because isn't he is is he because this was he straight up dopey skin or was he saying that he's like yeah he's dopey okay skin. so dopey only because I'm I seen this and I was like I thought for a second Doug was like a son of like all the dwarves combined. It's like what kind of freaky shit they doing in that mind. Um, Keep in mind, they say a woman passed out in our house. Let's go ahead and put her in a glass coffin. Yeah, no, that's right, that's right. But no, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. Dopey didn't have any insult. I'm not saying like it's all about your intellect. Like thinking about Dopey in general, I was gonna say all about your intellect and your fucking you know conversation and your you know I guess humor. I don't know. Dopey's got one of those. He's a funny guy, I guess. You know, someone probably found that in here. He's quiet. Um, y- yes. Okay. Sure. Maybe Dopey has some game that I'm just not seeing or, or uh, you know, appreciating. So I'll go ahead and I'll give Dopey. I'll give Dopey his credit. Well, because don't they do that thing where they stack like like three dwarfs? In don't one you jacket? do it. Don't you do <laughs> it. <laughs> so really, whose son is Doug? You know. Bom, bom, bom. Yeah. Big questions. <clears throat> Big questions that we never get answers to. Yeah. I might add, but anyways. Uh. So yeah. Um. And then. Mal's up here doing everyone's hair with magic and all sort of stuff. Uh, Evie, she's getting all smart and stuff like that. But Mal becomes super popular because of this hair thing, right? She helps Jane, which is the fairy godmother's daughter, make her hair better, right? And she helps Lonnie, who is Mulan's daughter. help. Mm-hmm. And then Lonnie's all like, everybody, I want you to do their hair! Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so, Mal, t- she, she does this she does the only evil thing that actually happens in the movie from the kid's point of view. She convinces Jane that her mother doesn't love her because she doesn't use magic to make her pretty. Pretty shitty now. Pretty shitty. I was like, wow. Okay. So we just like body shaming in this piece. Okay. That's cool. Um, but, uh, so she, she believes Jane, she believes that. And that's super important in this movie. 
But we also learned that uh, the only way to get close to the wand of coordination is if you are Ben's girlfriend. So Mal's like, I'm going to become Ben's girlfriend. So she makes cookies laced with a love potion and gives it to Ben, who falls madly in love with her, right? Much to the shock of his friends, as Wikipedia says. Uh, Audrey, she's super pissed off, not just because he's like, I love her, but because he does a full James Brown inspired number about it. And let me tell you, Benjamin can get down. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he can, he can shuck and dance. And yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like <clears throat> Rodolfo can, can boogie. I'm just giving him names at this point because anything is better than Ben. Right? Sorry to so, anyone out there who's named Ben. <laughs> I mean, just in this case, mm-hmm. if your dad's name is Beast and Bell, I'm sorry, Ben. But, anyways. But uh, Ben's like, hey, are you gonna? W- will you go to coordination with me? And she's like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. And But then Ben's all like, hey, you want to go on a date with me? And then um, Miles like, I don't know, maybe. And then Evie does Miles' makeup, and she's like, oh, my God, I am pretty. Which also, <sighs> fuck their parents for not telling their children that they're beautiful. Um, such strong feelings about that. Such strong feelings about that, because she mm-hmm. was never ugly. No, no. You know I mean? Shitty, shitty, shitty parenting is a is a prevalent theme in this. Yep, yeah, yeah. Shitty parenting for real shows up. But anyways, mm-hmm. she goes on the uh, date with Ben, and <laughs> I had to laugh at this part because like they have these cute little moments or whatever, um, and then she sings a song about how she can't decide if she's like in love with with Ben or not, like what the, what the feelings are. But during the song. They give us flashback clips of what we saw five minutes before. <laughs> like our relationship has been a total of twenty-eight hours. Yeah, such this a roller the, coaster. This has been the most intense twenty-eight yeah. hours ever, <laughs> and I can't deal. I don't know what to do. Ah. Um, and then she thinks Ben is drowning, um, but she still goes to save him, even though she can't swim, which was also hilarious to just see her. Like, eh, eh, um, it's like when you take a dog, uh, a small dog, and you lower them towards the water, and they start da- doggy paddling before they even touch oh, the water. Yeah. That's yeah. what it felt like. That's what it felt like to me. That's how. That's how. That's how I picture that in my heart. Um. Anyways, so Ben comes out. He's like, "Do you love me?" And she's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Cause I love you." And you're like, "Oh, that's cute, but you're under a spell, whatever." But he's like, come with me to Family Day, where they sing Be Our Guest, but with a hip-hop beat, you know, with record, record scratches and all. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, Run DMC is like all up in this piece. Mm-hmm. So they sing a hip-hop version of Be Our Guest, which I was like, okay, that's kind of dope. Uh, and then, of course, Audrey's grandmother, you know, Princess Aurora's mother, Shows up and she looks at Mal. She's like, "Are you Maleficent?" Which they don't look that much alike outside of the eyes. Like, mm-hmm. chill out. No, uh, shut up, Grandma. Like, Go take your nap and your pills. Get out of here. Right, right. <laughs> but she's like, "How dare you? Your mother stopped me from witnessing all of my child's first, and like, she holds her responsible for the for all the tasks that her mother did." And then uh, here comes good old Chad. Right, Chad's are like, "Yeah, bro. Don't like that. Like, they're yeah. they're bullshit, bro." And then uh, they've been they've been crafting this plan to steal the wand, and Evie has the spray that she can spray in someone's face twice and make them pass out. And then Chad passes out. Chess, Chad passes out for like a good 
eight seconds, right? I was like, this is not a very effective spray. Like, mm-hmm. He's asleep for like the idea of a nap. And um, <laughs> it's like a thought just passing through real quick, right? He's like, I might close my... You know, it's one of those things where what I call what I call quick sleeps or, or I call what I call uh, uh, math class sleeps. You know what I mean? Mm. Like bet- Driving between, sleeps. Like, yeah, right. Between the time <laughs> that they done asked the question... And the time that they between the time they start writing the first number and the time that they've written the second number, you done you done had a whole cycle. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You just like, oh shit, how long will I sleep? They're like literally four seconds, bro. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but um, um you know what I call it? You know what I call it? What's that? Boring play reading sleep. Yeah, that too. That too. You I call them like inception in, inception sleeps. I saw Inception for the first time really late at night. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie about people sleeping. So I'm just like fucking nodding off. But for only like seconds at a time. Yeah, and the but those seconds you miss something super crucial. Oh yeah, and I got pissed <laughs> off. It's a mixture of like pissed and embarrassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, come on, I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, but the kids are all like, Oh yeah, if they really hate us, then let's steal that wand. Yeah. Uh, at this point in time, they've actually had like a, a, a Zoom or a Skype with their parents, and yeah. uh, they realize that their parents don't really know them or love them or whatever, and they've kind of vacillated between like, should we actually do it? At this point, they're like, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna fucking steal the wand, and they can suck it. These people can suck it. These goody two shoes or whatever. So here comes Coronation Day, right? Here we go. Coronation Day is coming. Mal, she's looking all like the Hunger Games up, right? In this, in this like purple dress. I mean, like, I'm, I'm gonna take a pause right here. Whoever designed the costumes for this movie, good job. Mm-hmm. That shit was dope. I was just like, man, I want to dress like Jay. It actually was Lenny Kravitz. Was it really? No. Well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> Very well could be. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't play with me. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, man, I want I want arms so that way I can dress like Jay. Because mm. Jay was like, Jay looked Jay look fly them motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I was like, I really like his his like that red leather ensemble. Um, what were you gonna say? What you but you, you, you no, I don't say so. No, oh, you you did just you did just say something side. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I gotta say something side now. Yeah, you gotta no. say something side. Nah, nah, I wasn't gonna say anything. Work, but but anyways, uh, so at the coronation, Ben, uh, see, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just testing it out. <laughs> he's like, "Yo, Mal, you want to wear my ring?" And she's like, "I don't know." And then he eats, but she's 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 actually created an antidote for the love spell because she feels bad for like tricking him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so he eats the antidote, and she's like, "Oh, do you feel any differently about me?" And he's like, "No, because your spell washed away when I was in the lake, like, and I still love you." What now, girl? What you gonna do about it? And she's like, oh, shit. Right? Um, She feels all bad and stuff. However, however, coordination starts to happen. Right? Ben's about to be crowned. And the whole entire time, the evil parents are watching. They're like, grab the wand, grab the wand. Right? And it seems like it's not about to happen. And all of a sudden, you see a hand grab the wand. And it shoots a beam through the sky and happens to hit. The Island of the Lost. Because AIM is real good from across the ocean. And then you're all like, oh shit, Mal, why you do that? But then it pans out. It's not Mal. You know who it is? You know who it is? It's Jane. Mm-hmm. It's Jane. Yeah, she's all like, Mama, you don't love me because you didn't make me pretty, so I'm going to make myself pretty. Right? 
which is which is messed up. But then Mal, she takes a wand from Jane like really easily. Yeah. Doesn't she like call the wand to her or some nonsense? Which also I was I, like, no, she calls the wand to her from her mother. That's right. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. just like snatches it from Jane's hand, which I was like, mm-hmm. did no one else try that? Why did like, come on, bippity boppity, mm-hmm. come on, let's like, let's take that. Anyways, but um, as the as the second that the barrier breaks, Maleficent's like, all right, peace, I'm out, right? Yep. Right, and then Ben is all like, hey, yo, Mal, like you need to put this wand down, which was also confusing to me because. Why did he assume that she was going to use it for evil after she just stopped Jane from using it against herself? He's like again making assumptions, jumping well, to conclusions. Yeah, I think I think we could have done with a little bit more like lore with the wand. Like we get a little bit from Mal's from, from Maleficent. You know what I mean? Like what this wand can do and stuff. But like I don't know. Like everyone sort of has this fear of the of the wand. Um, that just kind of all comes all comes out in this scene, so it kind of makes it feel a little bit jumbled. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, it, it does feel jumbled. But Maleficent shows up and she's like, "Get me the wand," and they're like, "No," but she freezes everybody, which was also, I think, not a narratively. I don't know why she would freeze everybody. I guess to stop people from stopping her. But if she's if she has this power, then like. I would have rather seen her like open up a can, mm-hmm. but she freezes everybody. Whatever they have this moment where um, they have this moment where she tries to take the wand. She has the wand for like a, a heartbeat, and then Mal summons the wand back to her hand. Uh, they have a staring contest, oh, like yeah. legit. They have a staring contest, and then. Because she's saying like the hearts of four joined as oh, yeah, better than your Because Maleficent shit. turns into her dragon form. And she like, sure does, yeah. and she only attacks Jay. Which also, if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm up here mm-hmm. and I'm like Jafar watching from afar, right? Excuse me, what you doing? What to my son? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we gonna have yeah. we gonna have word. You didn't, yeah. you didn't you didn't even think to take your child, the one who's being the most disobedient, snatch her little happy ass. Right. But you gonna come after me? no? We don't have words. We don't have, <laughs> parent your own goddamn kids. Yeah. All right. Maleficent. Yeah. And I and I think that has to do with something too, just to why everyone got got frozen. I mean, the the methods of which could, could have been different. Yeah, but I think it was important for them to like have it to be just these four kids against Maleficent. And 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 so. But it wasn't even those four. It was just Jay. No, I'm talking about like you. You were saying like why she had to freeze everybody. And I think it like incapacitating every other character except for the four villain kids. At least it just to them to make the decision. Right. And it's like, you know, they're the ones that are gonna be, you know, they're they're basically facing like I mean it's sins of the of the father or mother, I guess, in this case, that they gotta face down. So But yeah. I mean, I guess. I agree. I'll take it. You done won me over. <laughs> Look at you. But I but I will say I, I did find it I would have liked for this dragon scene one, obviously the dragon looks a little cheesy. But yeah, I do agree with you. The fact that the dragon just does just seem to go after Jay. It would have been cool if like the dragon went after some of the other ones too. I, I don't know. It was a little more varied there. Yeah, but you know, here we are. Then there wasn't. Uh <laughs> but either way they have a stare down and then Maleficent turns into a lizard. 
Uh, and then everyone unfreezes. And they're like, why is she a lizard? They're like, she shrank to the size of love in her heart. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day she'll be big because she can learn how to love. Okay. Really? She looks, she's, she's a goddamn bearded dragon. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing we can do for her. Right. We might as well just leave her be. Doesn't matter. It's all gravy. But, and then, like, Ben's like, oh, wait, I'm coronated. Awesome. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we love each other. Let's have a big dance. And then they dance. Yep. And then they have, like, the, I do like the, the choreography for the party. Like, they were getting down. Mm-hmm. They were jamming. And then at mm-hmm. the end, she's like, you didn't really think that this was the end, did you? Yeah, the story's not over yet. Yep. Peace out, Girl Scout. And I was like, oh, yeah. she turns she turns back and looks at the audience and gets the green eyes. Not too dissimilar from in the thriller video when Michael Jackson turns back to the audience and gives us the yellow eye. You're right. As if story to be continued. Yeah. 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 And did you notice did you notice the dancer in the uh, in the wheelchair? Yes, I did. And that is something that the sequels uh, uh, continue to do. The, the dancers are of all all walks. All mobilities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, one of the uh, dancers is uh, has actually played Dear Evan Hansen has dear, has played Evan Hansen on Broadway. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, I was like, I know him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's Descendants. Yeah. So what did what did you think? Show. What did you think of it? Oh. I um. <laughs> <laughs> Here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. What I wanted that I did not get was I didn't get any... Um, I wanted a song for Carlos. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted like a song for Carlos and Jay to, to see how they're fitting in. I feel like... I feel like the female storylines were actually really fleshed out in like a great way. And I understand that that's probably the demographic that they were going for. So they definitely leaned more into that. I'm not upset about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I applaud them for that. But the things that were missing for me was the, the two characters who are not seeking a love interest of any sort. Like how are they dealing with the fact that like they're they're discovering themselves, especially discovering themselves to not be the way that their parents are being mm-hmm. uh, expect them to be. Especially Jay, right? The under like there there's some tension there in not being the the man that your father wants you to be. That felt was unexplored. And then also Carlos being raised by a single mother, right? And then the rejection of of her, which was kind of harsh because of all the villains. I thought Cruella Deville was actually the one who showed some semblance of affection for Carlos. Right. And maybe I just misread like that as kookiness, but like, I felt like she actually cared for him. Mm -hmm. So I had some issues there. Um, And, you know, you know, they, they had the line where they're like, Evie, you don't need to, to play dumb to get a man. Right. And I was all like, okay, that feels Okay. I don't know. Like, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. I thought some of the things were done really well. I like the nods to the Disney lineage. Right. Um, But, like, even just the fact that their names were so close to their parents. Like, I felt like it was them struggling to make identities for these individuals. 
So I'm interested. I'm actually interested to see what the second and third one do to kind of pull mm-hmm. them away and differentiate them and give them more character. Right. But like, um, I don't know. Like, because at the end of the day, it was basically just a princess movie. I need the prince. I need the prince mm-hmm. for something. It was a princess movie, but like oddly in reverse. Mm. Okay. Okay. What, what about you? This being the first time that you yeah. you've actually sat down and watched it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is the this is the first time that I've I sat down and watched the the first one the whole way, the whole way through. And you know, you know, TJ, I remember watching uh, the first half of the first season of Once Upon a Time. And I remember having the thought, this needs to be a kid's show. Like, mm. wh- like, wh- why are we, why am I retreading ground that I already know? Uh, and this movie gives us that. Um, again, not, not without its faults, not without its, I mean, the writing isn't, isn't anything. I, I think like bare bones, like the story's kind of there, but obviously, you know, the dialogue and, and some of this pretty implicit, a lot of it is contrived. Yes, you know what I mean. Um, the whole back the back to the beginning when, when when Ben's like you know when I'm king I'm gonna let these villains come over here. It's like that is purely like you know characters telling us what the plot of the movie's gonna be and stuff like that. Um, which you know it's whatever. Um, you're I think adults are here for the roster. Um, you of know, the of the adult villains, absolutely. Yeah, and also like it's cool, like oh, such such and such, you know, they, they, who, who's whose son is that, and whose whose daughter is that, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so this movie kind of gave me what I felt once upon a time should be or should have been. I don't know. I don't. Know, it's it's still not on the air, is it? Didn't no, thank God they pulled that yeah. garbage. Um, but I will say. Uh, so so some other complaints I have. I, I think this movie is too fucking long. We we mm-hmm. talked about like at, it's 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 just it's like just like minute shy. I think of two hours. So I mean it's about a two hour movie, and I think and I know that it premiered on Disney Channel, and there are commercial breaks. You can you can tell you know because the movie goes. I was like this is where commercial was and stuff like that. So it was more of an event. You know what I mean when it was on TV and stuff. But to sit there and watch this whole thing. It's like fuck, man. This thing drags on, dude. Like, like the I, I, I think the second act uh, ends way later than it should. Um, and it, yeah, it's just, it's just, it, it's, it's too long for a movie like this. Um, I think the dancing's cool. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you'd be hard pressed to find a Disney Channel original movie, like one of the, of the newer variant that like and does a good job of like. It's going to entertain the kids more than the adults for sure, um, but at least it, it it does a it does a decent enough job of, of, of keeping the adults engaged. On that, um, this movie is the first of a trilogy um, of a planned trilogy, um, and this they 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 keep they they improve with with each installment. Okay, that's good um, to know. Like Descendants Two has some fire stuff in there, like some really good stuff in there. Descendants three. I mean, it's all the same kind of playtime writing, and you know what I mean. So don't expect any sort of elevations on that. Um, but just the themes and sort of what it's getting at, and just sort of getting to know. It, it's the same character, so you get to know more about them and stuff like that. Um, 
So if anything, I would recommend this. I mean, I, I would recommend this entire trilogy, but the first one specifically, I would recommend this just so you can better grasp Descendants 2 and Descendants 3. Okay. <laughs> but again, I'm going to watch. It's, here's it's, the thing. I'm going to watch Descendants 2 and 3 because at this point I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But another thing that that we were talking about, because, you know, we did our zombies episode and stuff like that. And, you know, watching this, you know, watching first, obviously like the, the, the first half, I've seen it a, a couple of times, but for watching them the whole way through, similar, somewhat similar bones, whereby you have, you know, here's a group that we don't want here that are now coming into the fold and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that this raises the same flags for me. Oh, a hundred percent not. Right. Okay. Because like that was the whole plot of zombies. And this one is rooted in not just the Disney stuff, but also like there's an actual story here that has nothing to do with, do you know what I mean? Like this, this, uh, 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 uh sort of, you know, fame desegregation theme. That Not only that, but like together. the the perceived bigotry is all like disappears so fast, like mm-hmm. it's almost non-existent. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. So for those of you that you know had the same sort of thoughts about zombies and are wondering if if this one is like, well, why the fuck isn't this one the same thing? Like it's it's completely different, and I just it think is. it's a smarter way of abandoning stuff, and it's just more intimate storytelling. Again, this one is the, the Descendants one is very much about like. You are not your parents. Yeah. Yeah, so. it is. It is very much that way. Yeah. Um, what would your rating be? Man, it's, again, the, the whole Descendants trilogy and universe, I'm, 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 I'm all about, you know, but, the, but this one in particular, um, I'm going to have to give it, I'm going to have to give it six, magic mirrors out of 10 okay okay that's fair that's fair because i was gonna give it i was gonna give it 12 uh fairy godmother wands out of 20 it's mm. the exact same rating is that right is that the exact same? <laughs> um yeah again it's it's good it, it has some really good stuff in here um but again it just serves as a nice toss-up to what the sequel's and maybe and maybe I'm just like I'm looking at the past of the past caliber of Disney original movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had our Halloween towns, we had our color friendship, we had our luck of the Irish, we had our uh you know, we had our uh Johnny Tsunami, we had you know we had our we had our brink. We had, you know what I mean? We had those movies that were like if you look at the right the writing was different from every right. movie. And like it felt like they were trying to actually get at some kind of core of humanity, and I do like the idea of having this relationship between the parents and the kids, where the parents don't show affection enough, right? Yeah. But the issue becomes: I feel like, or I felt like, they didn't show affection enough because of one person. Like Maleficent is a terrible mother. Right. I don't feel the evil queen's a terrible mother. I don't feel like Jafar is a terrible father. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Cruella Deville is a terrible mother. No. I feel like they hunt, they hang out with Maleficent, and she just kind of squ- like she sucks up so much air in the room. But as far as like 
love and affection, I felt like Jafar cared for Jay. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely saw like yeah, it's it's both. I think I think Corolla, Carlos, and and Jafar and Jay. I, I think they had a pretty all things considered, you know, they had a pretty decent enough semi decent whatever you want to call it. And Evie seems like she loves the shit out of her mother. Yeah, and that's another thing. I think I would have liked a little bit more with the adult characters. Like I get this is this is for kids, and we're trying to get a certain market, but at least for this one, I think I would have liked a little bit more like. What's what's what, what's their turning point? You know what I mean? At what point? Because Maleficent's the only one who fucking goes over there when the barrier breaks down. You know, which also, excuse me, girl, we supposed to be going together. Yeah, yeah, and like I would have liked a little bit more with the other three being like, yeah, we're villains and we suck, but at least like you know what I mean? Like we love our kids and stuff. You know, or at least want we want to love our kids. I don't know, but I I think that would have brought a little bit more of an adult sort of theme than, than this movie was trying to go for. Um, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. But, yeah, there we go. That is Descendants, everybody. I am going to watch the second one. I'm probably going to watch the second one tonight. Oh, yeah. No, they're... they're, they're it, if you like the dance, like, cause like, dude, the dancing scene, like, all the the the, the music and the dancing scenes, they just get ratcheted up with, with every single every single iteration. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay. everyone trying to outdo. You know what I mean? And I'll say, like, I I do kind of dig like the universe that they're creating here. I like you know? the universe too. I will give you yeah. that. I like the I like the universe. And, like, and like, I would not be upset if there was a Descendants themed portion of a Disney park. Yeah, just yeah, something like that. I think it's, I think, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. And like the different kind of merchandise and. Oh yeah! And oh, they, they! I know they merchandise the shit out of this. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can actually buy. I think. I think. I know. I've seen you know the Evie shirt that says Fairest. I've yeah. seen that. I th- I think you can buy just about every single piece of clothing these <laughs> these the, the, these actors wear. Uh, in some form or fashion, so yeah. yeah. Well, anything else on Descendants, TJ? No, that's all I got, Jordan. All right, all right. Well, uh, as always, thank you guys very much for listening to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. Uh, as we often say, please reach out to us. You can reach us on our social media. You can email us at grownmenwks at gmail you can hit us on the, on the Instagram. You can hit us on the Twitter. You can find us on all of those things. Wherever you are, please, please, please leave a rating. Five stars. Yes. Four stars. We'll take it. Three or below. Bibbidi bobbidi, don't you fucking dare. All right? <laughs> Look. <laughs> don't be a bibbidi bobbidi bitch. Stay away. <laughs> no three or below. Um, so, yeah, this is this is what we got uh hey next episode start some fun stuff yeah start some really fun do, do you want to drop a teaser or should we just wait should we you know I, I i think a teaser might be pretty good tj you know we're entering the entering spooky season the halloween spooky. season yeah so 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 next so, so for the entire month of october we are doing uh family horror movies um, and we're going to be talking all things horror and, 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 and spooky stuff for the family. Um, we have some special guests lined up. Yes, so, we um, are not alone. We yes, will not spoil who yes. the special guests are. We will save that for next week's episode. Yep. But hey, we want to thank you guys again. Just like y'all here for us. 
We feel mm-hmm. it in our heart, in our bones, like in our souls. We feel it in our jellies, right? Yeah. yeah. Feel it in yeah. the jellies. Yeah. And uh, as always, please, please, please take care of each other. Yeah. Stay crispy. Stay crispy. The crispiest. And we will catch you guys next time. We will. See y'all. Peace out, Girl Scout. See y'all. Jordan. So what? No, go ahead. What question were you going to no, ask? What were you going to say? You what are you going to ask? I was going to say, my mom didn't like this movie the first time she saw it. She watched Josephine watching it, and the song, like, I'm Rotten to the Core, she's like, pulled me aside. She goes, what What are you letting your daughter watch? Rotten to the Core? Why Why are you promoting it? It's like, hey, sit down and watch the whole movie. You know, so anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what um, if a villain could be your parent? Ooh. Um, Disney villain, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh man, I'd probably have to go with Cleach. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. he'd probably just be out hunting all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, abandonment. That's what you want. Yeah. What about you? Oh, bruh, easy. It would be Jafar. Oh yeah. I want to live in a palace. You'd be. <laughs> My daddy says I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> so, Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions podcast network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.